What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Bowman Legacies podcast. As always, we are brought to you by author Grizz Waller, who is getting ready to launch his book on Amazon called Selfish Acts of Righteous Men. We're super excited about this book. It is not your typical Western book, and uh, it's a Western sci-fi book, and he says it's one that will turn you on your ear, and it absolutely will. We are also brought to you by, as always, Bowman Legacies, making life better for the blue-collar worker, one CEO at a time. Without further ado, I would like to talk to you guys today about your dreams. You know, so often we have dreams and I've told my clients in the past, it's time for you to stop looking at your dreams so ethereally. You know, often that we when we look at our dreams, we consider them as these far off lofty places, whether that's the dream that you have for your organization, the dream that you have for your family or your personal self. No matter where you are, we all have dreams. But I tell my clients, it's time for you to stop thinking about your dreams so ethereally as this far off thing and stop calling them dreams and start calling them visions. Uh, soon, Eric and I are getting ready to do what we call the V3 conference, and we're really super excited about that. It's something that we're going to put out online and sell tickets to and give people the opportunity to understand more about their dreams. But more than what I want to talk about than your dreams and get too far ahead to the V3 conference, I want to talk to you about this quintessential steps to your dream and your vision for your life. I truly believe that one of the most important things, and it's the one we hate the most about our dreams, is failure. (laughs) I have failed at so many things. I have failed and failed and failed. Uh, When I was younger, I I wanted to be a, a UFC fighter. And because of injuries and because of not being able to train, going right to work, and all these decisions that I made, that dream died. Well, you know, here in December, on the 21st of December, the longest day of darkness, (laughs) a minute after midnight, I was born. And December 21st, uh, I will be 46 years old. And as a 46-year-old male who still trains a little bit and has continued to throughout his life, who's also training his daughter uh, hand-to-hand, in self-defense, um, that ship of being a UFC fighter has sailed. It is long gone. Any of you out there, y'all see me doing the splits, call 911 because my body don't do that no more. My point to that is this, guys. You have to understand that failure and making mistakes and that pain is essential to learning. I want you to think about if you've ever had a child or seen a child or even think about yourself. Though you don't remember learning how to walk, you learned eventually how to walk. You're upright. You're walking around right now as a normal human being. And one of the things that you have to consider is when you were a baby and you started to learn to walk, it was your instinct. It was your instinct to move forward and to walk, right? And as you got up, you would inevitably fall. Your limbs were too weak to carry the weight of your body. And so therefore, there was no way. It was impossible. Now hear that. It was impossible for your body to carry your weight and to walk. 
and yet you tried. If you did the math, you did the physics, you, you did the physical structure of the human body, it was impossible, guys, for you to walk, and yet you tried anyway. How often do our dreams, how often do the idea of what we want to do, our endeavor, seem so impossible? Five years ago, when Eric and I and Anita and I started talking about building Bowman Legacies, we thought this is impossible. And yet, we closed the deal, a corporate deal today, with a customer that we're very excited about moving forward with. And yet, we have clients that we help coach on LinkedIn. We help them coach. We coach them on networking. We coach them on their finances. We help them with their websites. We help build commercials for them. We help and on and on and on. And we guide our customers. This all seemed impossible to us. It all seemed so big. And along this way, we have completely and totally failed. But yet, we still tried the impossible. So as a baby, there you are trying to walk, and it is literally impossible for you to do so, and yet you keep on, and sometimes you fall. Um, My oldest, we watched her, and she started to try to walk very, very early in life. And at the time, we had a German shepherd, and her name was Yasmin, and Yasmin had a deep affection for my child. She was like her nanny. And one of the cool things that we would watch Yasmin do as Cecilia started to try to walk, she would lay down next to her and be a support to her so she wouldn't hit the floor. (laughs) And isn't that nice when someone comes along with our dream or our vision in life and helps us to move forward in such a way that we don't fall? But that's not always the case. For instance, I, I worked for a company once that had huge financial backing, so they could fail and have a cushion and fail for a long time. And, and, and still be a business. That's not always the case. Sometimes our dreams seem so scary and the impossible seems so frightening. It's hard to take that leap of faith and move forward. But still, like I said, as a baby, you strive to stand and you strive to walk. And your bumps and your bruises along the way actually teach you. So technically, if you think about it, when that baby, if you think about it in the wrong way, that baby, when they first try to stand and they fall, they failed. (laughs) But what's cool is that baby doesn't think of failure that way. They approach it completely different. They don't even get dissuaded. The fact that they fell or they got a bruise and a big old goose egg on their head or the fat lip. I mean, the next day they're up there trying it again. And we as parents... Don't dissuade them. As a matter of fact, we try to help them along. And that's nice if you have that opportunity for someone to help you along. But sometimes, and some babies are all by themselves. They didn't have the greatest upbringing, and yet still, they still stand. They still walk. They still strive. And they don't consider failure that key essential thing to us as a problem. And they consider it learning. It's a natural instinct. But that gets bred out of us in time, right? You go to Little League and you lose the big game or you lose every game or you go to uh, a competition. When I was a kid, when I was a little boy, no, when I was a little boy, they used to have these candy sale competitions, right? And then whoever won sometimes would get a bike or something like that. And I had never had a brand new bike when I was a kid. So for me to see that brand new shiny bike, wow, that was a really amazing thing, right? And 
Um, when and, and I remember two years in a row that I, I got on my banana seat bike, which guess what? was not popular when I was a kid, right? Believe it or not, we had BMX bikes and trick bikes when I was a boy. And so um, those were popular. The banana seat bike wasn't. My father actually had to weld the forks um, back onto the bicycle because I was ramping it all the time and snapped them off. Uh, And my dad, just being an absolute savage in the garage, could just weld anything together. And he put this bike back together. And honestly, it was probably better than that BMX bike ever could be. But, you know, hindsight's always 2020. I wanted the BMX bike. So two years in a row, I went on these sales and I literally rode miles on that banana seat bike. I went to every single neighbor we had, even the one with a scary dog that her name was Brandy, that I was completely terrified of Brandy. And I even went to their house and, and attempted to sell candy. Now, look, I, there are people out there that could sell water to a drowning man, right? I am not a great salesman. And so uh, even as a kid, it was super awkward, but my neighbor's love for me, and I really slayed it one year. And then my dad even took my uh, my little sales card to work and showed a couple, of, a couple of guys. And I thought I really nailed it. And I'll never forget just walking into class knowing that I had won that, that BMX bicycle. and. Uh, I didn't. Matter of fact, I didn't even come close to p- compare to another kid. And I was crestfallen. And so when I was a kid, I learned very early what it felt like to fail. And I allowed that hurt to compound itself through other things in life. When I was in high school, I, I wrestled in high school. I wasn't that great. Um, met my, I was actually at a speaking engagement. Uh, it was televised and my wrestling coach was actually there who I deeply admired. And he came in and he asked if uh, he asked someone else, if, if, if I would allow <laughs> him to talk to me and I'm thinking coach, yes, absolutely. And we sat there and talked and he said, man, you had so much potential of all the kids that I had in the wrestling room. I was so excited about you because of your potential. Well, I didn't know that then. And I quit because I felt like I was a loser. And so I allowed that failure to allow me to hurt um, life and relationships. Sometimes you pour all of yourself into someone else and, and they decide that they no longer want to be with you. Um, I've had clients many years ago that were so upset and hurt about divorces or, or adultery and different things like that, that they just swore off relationships altogether. So they denied themselves the possibility of something beautiful to happen because of something failed. Guys, we cannot accept this. Failure, you must understand, is key. It is essential. And it is those who do not see failure the same way that really find tremendous success in their lives. These key components to success is knowing that you've got to continue on. I've told this story many times on podcasts, maybe even this one, but the Thomas Edison story, and whether it's true or not, I don't know, but he has this warehouse full of thousands of patents. His life work is in one warehouse and the warehouse literally catches on fire. And my kids roll their eyes every time I say this, probably because I say this so often, but it's a beautiful thing to look at. So Thomas Edison is watching this fire burn. His son comes up to him and he says, looks, Thomas Edison looks at his son and says, son, go get your mother. And his son says, why? 
dad, why would you want to bring her here? And he looks at his son and says, this is beautiful because your mother will never, ever see a fire like this in her lifetime. Now, whether or not I butchered that quote and whether or not it's true, there's a quintessential truth in what he's saying there. Thomas Edison didn't give up and the fire did happen. It's historically correct, but he didn't give up. He didn't allow that moment to torture him in such a way that he gave up and he continued on. Now, in your mind, you can sit there, well, Thomas Edison was this kind of person, that kind of person, but no, it doesn't matter. What I'm trying to reach you is with that quintessential truth of just flat out not giving up. And we have to look at our failures with less emotion and more logic. Now, I'm a very emotional person. My daughter and I were talking about this last night. She and I are both empaths, and she's learning a lot about that right now in her life. And matter of fact, she's teaching me some things that I never knew. And as empaths, we feel everything. We internalize everything. And that's not great. (laughs) It is good, especially when I'm serving my clients and I'm able to get inside their hearts and their heads and really look at things in a non-emotional way about things that are very tender to them and I can help them to move forward. This is a great thing. But when it comes to looking within myself and I see these shortcomings and these failures, I realize I don't have six-pack abs. I realize that I never did uh, have a UFC fight. I've never been in a full feature film. That's something that I wanted to do. I used to write scripts as a hobby. I have never, and I have never, and I have never, and I look at all of these things. I can compound those things and really make myself miserable. And I will say from experience, I absolutely have made myself miserable. So one of the things that I have to understand that if I'm to move forward, I can't give up. I have to be like that baby. And what that baby is doing is computing things logically. They're taking into consider the pain that they felt the other day, and they're making adjustments on how not to do things. I want to encourage you today to understand that things in your life are really more about adjustments. Yes, you may not have been the most popular kid in school. Who cares? It doesn't make you a failure. Yes, you don't have six-pack abs and you don't look like a bodybuilder. Okay, so what? Billions of billions of people don't look perfect. They aren't perfect. They don't sound perfect. I was so encouraged one time when I was watching an interview from uh, David Grohl from Foo Fighters, lead singer to Foo Fighters. And I had followed his career uh, a lot. I was a big Nirvana fan and I'm, I just, I love music. I love music of all kinds. And uh, David, he just listening to his drums, just listening to him play and then seeing his giftedness for his first album, I, I found out recently that he actually had pretty much written the whole album while he was at Nirvana, but he didn't want to uh, get inside of Kurt Cobain's creative genius. He felt like Kurt was doing a good enough job. So he started to build this catalog of his own work and he played all the instruments for the first tracks of the songs before they made it an album. And one of the things that he said was, he said, you know, if I were to go on a singing competition right now, they would tell me I wasn't good enough. And he said, as a matter of fact, he goes, I, I've been told my whole life how certain things that I did wasn't good enough. But the fact that I love what I'm doing and I'm passionate about it and I actually like what I'm doing, I don't really so much listen to the people who are naysayers. And I think that's powerful. You know, a lot of people, including myself, are out there putting podcasts out. 
Now, I wanted to do a podcast before they were popular, and but never found the time to do it. Um, a lot of businesses are putting out podcasts because that's just a thing to do, and there's not a lot of passion behind them. Well, why? It's because they don't technically believe in what they're doing. And so they're just putting out a podcast because everybody else is putting out a podcast. So my question to you today is your dream, is it worth failing at? Do you really believe in it? You know, I have uh, several friends who have podcasts out of which one's pretty successful and um, Aaron believes in what he's doing and it shows, it shows in his podcasts, it shows in his work, it shows in the art that he portrays and art. When I say art, I mean what you're doing, whether you're a mechanic today or you're a business owner, it's a work of art that you're creating. Just like a painter absolutely obsesses over what he or she is doing on a on the canvas, so are you within your organization. And we fail, right? We fail in our families. But how do we handle failure? How do we actually handle it? And I believe there are some true steps behind handling failure. First of all, you've got to take the emotion out of failure. You've got to learn to deal with your own emotions. You have to learn how to control your own fears and your own emotions. I think that's first and foremost. Secondly, You've got to love yourself. Now, that's a hard one, right? It's hard to look in the mirror and go, dude, man, I still love you. Like, you're so awesome, right? It's so weird to, to think of it that way, but it's true. If you don't truly love yourself, then I encourage you to start being intentional about growing you. All too often in America, especially in America, our lives are so full of devices and not vices, but devices that become vices. I think you missed that. Let me, let me back up. Devices that become vices. You may not smoke cigarettes or be an alcoholic, but you could very well be addicted to your phone. One of the things I love about Ed Milet is Ed Milet is giving so much of himself all the time. And he talks about, and I talk about this to my clients as well, not to touch your phone in the first 30 minutes that you wake up and the last 30 minutes before you go to bed. I really love that, but I'm going to tell you, I think it's bigger than that. I think it should be the last hour. I think it should be the first half hour and the last hour because you've really got to prep yourself for sleep. Now that's an important podcast down the road that we're going to go because we're all about improving self. We're all about building that legacy. And part of your legacy is understanding that through failure, you've got to adapt and you've got to control your emotions. And we have so many things that are coming at us all the times that self-improvement is just not something that's on people's radar. Right now, we're amidst the, the question of the, uh, the election and who won and who didn't. And there's just so many things bantering back and forth. And the country is in a major uproar. But very few people are looking at themselves and internalizing what their motives are and why they're feeling so much fear, hate, and anger. Guys, if you're going to deal with failure, you've got to deal with you first. This is why we talk to our clients about, look, I understand you've got a problem in your marriage, but let's work on you. Okay, I understand you have a problem in your organization, but let's first look at you. Because as the head of your organization, your team is going to be a reflection upon the person you are and in the manner that you lead. And if you want to become a greater leader, you've got to learn to deal with you. This is huge. 
And so as you deal daily with failure and past failures, you've got to take the heart and soul out of those failures and the hurt out of those failures, no matter what it was. Like, I, I, I mean, I can sit here and list all the times I fell short and trust me, I remember them. And I used to allow them to hang over me to feel like that I was a loser. Look, if you feel like you're a loser today and you're listening to this, I want you to tell, tell you something. You're not a loser. And you have such divine greatness lying within you that all you must do is recognize that greatness and begin to find ways to build upon it. And when we take the emotion out of that, when we take the hurt out of that and we're able to look at it logically, we're able to learn a powerful lesson. Where'd I go wrong? What adjustments do I need to make to make sure I don't make that mistake again? And what did I learn from it? Let's go back to the baby. The baby doesn't do this. It doesn't naturally. Without the, the child doesn't realize that they're doing this. But they remember pulling themselves up on the couch and slipping and falling. And so it's through their consistency and their ability to learn and take the emotion out of it that they're able to continue on. And that's simply what we must do. Guys, I want to encourage you today to look at failure and love it. I... <laughs> I know a young man who is a very young leader in an, an organization. And one of the things I told him, and I will tell you, even though you might hate where you work and you've got a dream to be elsewhere, you have to understand that right now you are learning what not to be. You are learning what not to do and how to make those adjustments. Through the failures of others, you can learn. You know, I had a friend of mine who was growing up and he said, man, I, I have two sisters and they're nuts. And every time they do something crazy, I just learn from it. <laughs> well, that's an extreme uh, version of it, but it's true. You might be in a place right now where you're really down. You're really hurting. And every day to get up to go to work is a drudgery. Sunday night, you have the anxiety attack. And so, look, there's a whole thing through sleep. There's a whole thing through handling your emotions and handling stress that we definitely can walk you through. But one of the things that you have to understand is go in anyway, show up, do a great job and learn. Start to look at your, the business you work for's failures and learn from them. I have a client that wants to start his own business and he is very young and his dream someday is to have his own small business. He doesn't want to have some big, huge organization, but he wants his own small business. And so one of the great things that he's learning right now in the organization that he's in is what not to do. That's just as powerful as what to do. Think about how you've been treated in your life. Close your eyes for a moment, take that deep breath, and feel again, if you will, how leaders in your life have hurt you and how bad it made you feel that you were lesser than because they chose to treat you in such a miserable way. Well, don't allow that hurt to jade you against business. Don't allow that hurt to jade you against marriage. If your marriage failed, if your business failed, if your life failed. Look, I, I've been in prisons ministering to people and 
a lot of them feel like that's the end of the line, that they've failed so much that they're just going to go out into the world. And this is, that's kind of the language when you're in, you talk about going out into the world again, that it's just going to be another failure. You're just going to fall short again, and you're just going to be in the cage once more. And the fact is, yes, you are. You are going to fail again. You're going to be back in the cage again. You're going to get a divorce again. You're going to fall down again. You're going to hurt again if you don't learn from your past, if you don't learn from failure. Now, I'm not saying failure is fun. Oh, yes, failure is so much fun. No, it's not fun. It hurts. But from that pain, we learn. Uh, I had a wrestling coach who told us one time, he's like, you know, we're going to do these moves. I'm going to teach you how to do X, Y, and Z, and it's going to hurt. But you're going to learn from the pain. I had a martial arts instructor that I would volunteer when something new was being taught, whether that was an arm bar or a kick or a strike, because I wanted to feel the pain. And if it didn't work on me, if it was something that I was able to shut off quickly, I didn't utilize it. If I thought it was fluff, I'm like, ah, I'm not going to use this. But if it was practical and it worked and I felt pain, I allowed that pain to teach me. And so I encourage you to allow it to teach you. And that takes time. So I want to reach out right now to those of you that are really hurting. I want to reach out to the, those of you who have failed. You have failed. And it's big. It seems so big in your life. You got fired from that job. You, you, you lost your, your company. You, you've lost your spouse's faith, and now they're gone. You have failed. You, no matter what it is today, you've got a hurt in you about a failure. I want to encourage you. That is not the end of you, and the sum of your failures do not define your future. Did you hear that? The sum of your failures does not define your future. So you must get this and understand this. It is through your consistency to live, to thrive, to learn, to move forward, to improve self, to grow. That will gain you ground and victory over those dreams in your life. Those dreams are not so far away. All they need is your determination to win, to strive, to move forward, to do great things because you have greatness within you. Start filling your head with Les Brown. Start filling your head with Ed Milet. Start filling your head with good, wholesome, great things and grow. Stop thinking about how you were a disappointment to your father and you'll never, ever measure up to him. Strive for greatness. Don't allow that to define you. Don't allow the, the shoutings of other people to define who you're going to be. They don't, they don't have that right. They're not allowed to do that, even though they jeer and they point and they make fun of and they lie about you and they curse you. It is up to you not to pick those things up and place them on your shoulders. It is up to you to allow them to fall flat on the ground and rise up, stand up and have some faith in yourself. And realize that you can do this. You're not a failure. You're not a loser. Look, even people who just are so jaded that don't want to try are not failures. I'm sorry. They're hurt. They're wallowing in hurt. 
And I could be hard line and just say, oh yeah, if you don't get up, you're a failure. No, sometimes we need that downtime, but don't stay there because you're not a failure. You're broken and we're all broken, right? We're all broken, but we're all useful vessels. I love you guys so much. And I thank you so much for listening. And I ask and plead that you please share these podcasts with other people. If you're listening today and this has helped you, please share. The reason why I'm doing this podcast is because I believe in what I'm doing. I believe that we all together can build a legacy that will far surpass our legend. We need each other. We need to be the encouragers of the people of of the world and the light, especially in such dark times as these. In such dark times as these, the rhetoric of fear, the fear-mongering is unbelievable. The spoon-fed rhetoric and logic of the world is unmatched, I believe, in our time. And everyone is so fever-pitched to believe the rhetoric, to buy the rhetoric, and not think for themselves logically. And in your growth forward, there are things that are going to shed off of you as you move forward. And that's going to hurt too as part of your growth. And some of those things are people. Some of those things are things you love to do. Look, I wanted to do nothing but ride my motorcycle for the rest of my life. If it had wheels and a motor, I was interested. And I allowed that to define me. When I was in martial arts, I was a martial artist. And I allowed that to define me. And so I had to rest within those parameters of personal growth. It all had to be towards the thing that I labeled myself. But the sooner you realize that you are human and not a biker, not a nerd, not a whatever it is, and you realize that you are part of the human race and as a human, you need to grow beyond your labels. You need to grow beyond your failures. You need to grow beyond the bounds that you ever thought possible. There is depth waiting for you like you've never known. There is a power that is waiting for you to tap in that will resonate beyond you. And it's already within you. You've just got to tap into it. And it starts with you loving you it starts with you stopping the ideology within your head sorry about the airplane that you're a failure you're not a failure you learn i love 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 those viking memes out there that says i don't fail i only learn and i want you to understand that to move forward beyond your hurt Focus on logic, and you've got this. You've got this. You absolutely do. I love you guys. Thanks again for listening. Please share the podcast. Again, we are brought to you by Bowman Legacies, making the world better for blue-collar people, one CEO at a time. We are also brought to you by author Grizz Waller, who's about to launch his new book, Selfish Acts of Righteous Man, a sci-fi western that will turn you on your ear. We love you. We thank you guys for listening. And anything, if you ever want to reach out to us, you can find me at Michael Bowman on LinkedIn. So it's just M-I-K-E-L-B-O-W-M-A-N. 
On Instagram, it is Michael Bowman243. On YouTube, we are Legacy Builder2121. And reach out to us on these platforms, and we would love to banter back and forth with you. We would love to link shields with you as Bowman Legacies. And so have a great week. Have a great weekend, if depending on where in the week you are, and, and look at your failures in more of a logical view so you can move forward. Mm-hmm.